1: Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
0: Go behind the wheel and under the hood on everything automotive with high-speed stuff from HowStuffWorks.com.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Scott Benjamin, the auto editor here at HowStuffWorks.com.
2: And I'm Ben Bolin. I hang out with Scott, and I do some other stuff.
1: At this website, uh, very, very, uh, very sly, little vague. Yeah, yeah, just the way the listeners like it,
2: right? Well, I would, I would say, you know, that's that's kind of the role here.
1: Yeah, so well, understood. I'm right, at, you know me. I'm right up front about everything, and you're you kind of hiding in the shadows,
2: right? But I'm using my real name, and Scott Benjamin <laughs> is obviously an alias.
1: That's <laughs> <Sure>. That's right. Because <laughs> if I could make up any name, it'd be Scott Benjamin. I saw the list. I saw the list of potential yeah. names. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Speaking of names, Ben, we're going to be going through a little bit of a name change pretty soon, aren't we?
2: Yes, sir. Yes, we are. Uh, you want to go ahead and let them know what it is? Sure. Everybody, look out for a name change in the uh, next few weeks. We are changing the name of this show from High Speed Stuff to, can we get a drum roll? Car, Car stuff. stuff. Be prepared. So All what's, right. up, what's up, Ben? Let's take a little different direction. You know, it's, it's about time for us to do... Uh, another more aesthetic idea as, oh. as a podcast episode okay um, So here's here's where I'll go with it. Let's see how, let's how, see how we feel about this. Do you, are you familiar with the Victorian age? I mean not personally but you know. yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm old but not that old
2: yeah um, yes yeah what, what do you think about that the whole uh, the whole rush we see toward industry, the uh, the strange attempts at innovation.
1: I think I like it cuz I, I think I do think I know where you're going with this but uh mm. yeah I I I'm a am in favor of this this movement
2: I thought so cuz you for instance you know you kind of have a thing for steam engines that's your bag a, a little bit yeah. yeah
1: a little bit I and more so you know more so now that I I know more about them I guess they're they're mm. very interesting to me
2: yeah so yeah what if I told you you could have a car that looked like it was made in the Victorian age, um, using the latest technology of the Victorian
1: age. Mm, I would say, uh, bring it on. So yeah, yeah it. I would say so. I, I, th- I think that'd be pretty cool.
2: Then you, my friend, are dangerously close to becoming a steampunk.
1: <laughs> no, I. You know what? I, 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 <laughs> steampunk is is cool, but I don't think I would. Uh, I don't think I'd fall into it completely. Well, we can't Honestly. jump ahead
2: to personal opinion. No, oh, okay. So, oh, yeah. sorry. sorry. No, no, no. no I, don't apologize. I, to me. I
1: didn't mean to jump ahead. No, but, I, see um, you,
2: I see. what I see. Yeah, saying. no. I,
1: I mean, there are parts of it that I, I do like, though, mm. and uh, I, I really appreciate the, just the mechanical, uh, yeah. the, the mechanical side of this thing, where you know you can see all the the wheels and cogs and gears and um, the machinery, the internal machinery mm. that's now moved outside. And we've seen so many.
2: Uh, you know, you guys, we have seen so many different approaches to building or decorating a car. You know, we've got that one. Remember the one with all the uh, the fish? We, I, I've got to stop talking oh, about yeah, that one. Yeah. And then the one... Art that, cars, yeah. Yeah, and the art cars. And then the really strange stuff, like that mechanical spider you showed me yeah. earlier. Yeah, that was cool. But these cars, which are... the steampunk and before we get ahead of ourselves steampunk is sort of this design aesthetic yeah right yeah exactly and the idea is that if the in the victorian age when uh steam technology was really looking like a promising way to move toward the future what if we never went toward other forms of technology what if we never digitized things for instance and we just relied on a more mechanical steam powered industry i guess or industrial world i like it that's basically the yeah. idea
1: this is I mean I've got a, a couple of quotes here from um, some steampunk designers uh, if you want to call it that and just uh, a few of them and I'll run through and there's an I'm not going to credit each one I'm just gonna go through and say what they said just in general okay? no curse words no I'll try I'll try not You'll try to. no no <laughs> these are just like quick things that will give you a kind of a flavor of what the uh, you know the steampunk thing is about mm-hmm. um, maybe one of the best things that I've seen about this the best way to describe this is Victorian science fiction. Perfect. That seems to cover it right there, really. But there's there's so much more because really it comes down to the use of a lot of you know like rivets and leather and brass and um, external plumbing and uh, yeah wheels and cogs and you know what are they, some of the other things um, a lot of lenses they say yeah like gears glass mm-hmm. uh, wood of course is used an awful lot um, but really I think the idea is and that, you know I'm already going off the list here but. Um, I think the idea is that it's kind of the future that didn't really happen, is what they're saying. That's a good way that, to say that. And it. Yeah. I think that, that sounds vaguely familiar that maybe I've read that somewhere, something similar to that. But mm-hmm. it, it's like um, taking taking that Victorian-era, um, I guess, mechanical ability and then building something like a, like a, a modern automobile using that primitive technology. Mm-hmm. For somewhat primitive, you know, compared to what we have now, but... Um, Boy, that's a tough one, isn't it? Yeah. How I, how would you do that? I, I don't know. I mean, because they've they've you know, people take take modern devices and they retrofit them with steampunk accents I guess, or or design. Right. And we we that's should be cool. Yeah, that is cool. And we
2: should be completely honest, I, I think it would be tremendously difficult to build something like that without using modern technology and most of the steampunk stuff that we see that as steampunk designer those kind of accents it is modern technology that has a lot of you know as you said um That's bronze a, wiry or it, copper tubes exactly it's a
1: it's a computer or right. a uh, keyboard or a sure. wristwatch or something or like that or whatever that yeah. that has a, a shell on it that looks mm-hmm. like uh, you know that with steampunk design elements
2: so this is ornamental a lot of this stuff is not Essential uh, to the function of the device.
1: Exactly.
3: That's yeah. what a lot of it is ornamental. About,
2: yeah, yeah, it
1: just makes it very, you know, complex looking.
3: If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a paper Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. Those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian.
0: You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack slack is where work happens with all your people data and information in one ai powered place start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites or build an automation with workflow builder to take routine tasks off your plate no coding required grow your business in slack visit slack.com to get started
4: get emotional with me radhi devlukia in my new podcast a really good cry
2: We're, this is this is tough, isn't it? We're a car show. Yeah. How how did how did uh how did we get on the subject? Well I think um you know, in a
1: roundabout way, uh a listener from a long time ago had mentioned a car that uh, I, I took a second look at. Boom, surprised you. Yeah, I know. It surprised you guys. <laughs> I'm talking to the listeners. This is this yeah. is a a long time ago. This is back from um I don't know, the middle of two thousand nine. And I think we had mentioned this in response to when we were talking about um Movie cars. Oh, yeah. Remember the movie car mm-hmm. episode that we did? Um, we had a listener from from Norway write in and say, uh, the person's name is Andreas. And Andreas said um, that we should take, in, take a look at a car called, and I'm going to try this again. All right. Il Tempo Gigante. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you okay. laughing because yes. is, that, is that close? Probably. It's a stop motion <laughs> animation thing that was done, I believe, in the 70s. Yes, and uh, this is a good example, believe it or not, of a uh, of a steampunk car. Um, It's using kind of that Victorian era look and feel Mm -hmm. in a uh, in a, of course, modern automobile. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is a huge car. They've actually made a a full size replica of this car. Mm -hmm. That um, you know, I guess, really something to see. It has two engines um one you know somewhere in the neighborhood of 500 horsepower for one engine and i guess it's really really loud and wow. big and fast and it's, it's a huge car but it has a lot of these um i don't want to say do nothing but um a lot of ornamental <laughs> ornamental things on it that you know don't necessarily have to be there but they they lend an interesting look to the vehicle you know a lot of yeah. brass a lot of um just a lot of decoration really but uh it has that that uh it definitely has a steampunk style to it
2: Mm-hmm. And there's sort of an artistic statement at some point, which becomes the main function of exactly. the ornamental stuff. Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. And um, I got a few, th- you know, just a few listed here that, you know, I've, I've come across online. If you do a um, you know, search for steampunk car, yeah. you'll be able to look at several of these. And there's a lot of, you know, everybody's got their own interpretation of what this is. One of the first ones that'll come up on a Google search is um, just. I think it's called the Steampunk Workshop. And this guy, the, the guy that owns the Steampunk Workshop is, is building a, a Steampunk car. And it's kind of a work in progress. And you can watch online as he takes photos and describes oh, you what, cool. what he's doing along the way. Um, I didn't notice when the last update was. So I don't know if he's still continuing with this project or not. Mm-hmm. Um, he is using a kit car as the basis for his, uh, his Steampunk car. Really? He's using a 1929 Mercedes Gazelle SSK replica. So it's an open-top a roaster car that's uh, kind of kind of got a uh, little bit like an Excalibur look to it. It's a real mm-hmm. long, long front end. It really does have uh, kind of the fitting look for what you could imagine a steampunk car having. Yeah. It, it already starts with kind of a basis that you could you could understand him doing this. Yeah, that makes
2: sense for him to get a uh, kit. He,
1: he bought it for 1500 bucks, and um, he says that, you know, it's just a, like you said, he didn't want to, you know, take an original and do something like this because, you know, he thought he'd have a lot of people upset with him and the price was right. And it just seemed to like have that look that is mm-hmm. the right thing to do.
2: And I'm very supportive of people uh, taking it upon themselves to, to do these kind of projects. Mm-hmm. They're just so, they're so great for every individual learning experience, man. Oh yeah. To
1: build something like this. Exactly. This should, this should help him. I mean, already very talented in the, uh, in the steampunk world. I mean, you could look at a lot of his gallery and see what he's done already. And, um, you know, this, this car is something new for him. But, um, you know, as you watch the progress and you see that, you know, he's done it this way, and then maybe next time if he does another one, he'll have a better idea of what to do next time and make an even better version or, you know, a different type of car completely. And then he'll um, start
2: selling them, Scott. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Yeah, and see, that's the thing. Like, you know, people like this, they're, they're bound to make a fortune doing stuff like this, mm-hmm. you know, where I'd think. And
2: they said this was a list. A list, yeah. I've got a what what else is coming up? There? There's a
1: steam car, or a race car rather, a steampunk race car, really? uh, which is the well, it's that Gigante that I mentioned already. But, oh, okay. But uh, so it's it's fictional, but it is a real car. That's the thing is this thing is a a true car. You could you could go to a uh, museum somewhere or wherever this thing is housed mm-hmm. and look at it and see the you know the actual vehicle. I I don't know the dimensions of this thing. I should have written it down because they are huge. It's a big car. There's also the steampunk spider car that you have watched with me. Yes, which isn't really a car. No, it's crazy. Can we can we say the movie name?
2: I I think we can say the movie name. There's a film uh, called Wild Wild West, Mm -hmm. which uh, I have seen snippets of before, but this part of this film has uh, what I guess you would say uh, a villain. Right, Scott, absolutely. A villain who has this thing for spiders, and he builds these mechanical contraptions that impersonate spiders, the motion of a spider. <laughs> yeah, and it's so, a huge
1: thing, right? Yeah. This is, a, this is a big one.
2: Yeah, it's a big one yeah. in, in the film. And so, Scott, you're the one who discovered this guy. You got Well, you I didn't to discover
1: it. him by any means, but I found, I found it while I was looking around for um, steampunk devices. And I found this. It's called... Um, I think it's called the Mondo Spider Car, or something like yeah, that. But yeah. if you if you do a YouTube search for Spider Car, you're going to find this thing. It's so
2: weird. This it's is, so weird. It,
1: it's downright creepy to watch this thing move around. Isn't yeah, it? it really is. Yeah, it is. And um, it took him it, just listening to the owner because there's kind of an there's one where he's testing this thing out in a parking lot, and that's the one that's the video that I'm talking about. It's a little bit rough. He's sitting in the driver's seat, and he's he's being interviewed by somebody behind the camera. Maybe it's even a cell phone camera, I don't know. I didn't yeah. Know quality wasn't too good on the It might have been a cell phone. Um, But he said it took him three months to design it, six months to build it, and it cost about $15,000 to build this thing.
2: We should say this as well. It's not, guys, it's not a regular car that has things, you know, clamped on it to make it look like it has spider legs. No. It doesn't have wheels. No. It doesn't have, I assume it doesn't have a transmission. No. I, it is seriously a seat that you sit on and it moves you with eight metal legs the way that a spider would move. Oh, yeah, it's really weird. And
1: when it's in full motion, you can hear it clanking, and, and it's just the creepiest sound. And to watch that thing, it's quick too. It is quicker it's, than it should be. It's quick. It moves fast. It ain't natural. Straight in as, a straight line. That turning, yeah. it took a little, a little longer. I noticed, but that was because I think the the material. It's just bare metal on the bottom. Right. It doesn't yeah. have any kind of grip on the so on There's the no asphalt rubber that it's on. Footing or exactly. New. So the turn took a little while, but then to watch, the, you get to watch it, you know, go away from you twice, I believe, and uh, it's it's unbelievably quick. And it's really complex looking, and that's kind of like this whole thing with the steampunk thing is that mm-hmm. it looks very complex. I don't know. How, I mean, am sure it is complex, but I don't know if it's quite as complex as it looks to you and I. Maybe it's 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 more simple than that, and we just don't understand what's going on inside there. Right. Yeah,
2: I could see that. But you think still, so? um, still, I'm just going to say so, I'm going to reiterate the state what we say in Tennessee oftentimes. Okay. It ain't natural, Scott. <laughs> I
1: don't. I don't. It. I. You know what? I've said it
3: Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash paperterian.
0: You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required.
4: Emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Rathi Davlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: What's next on the list? We can't end on a down note. <laughs> no,
1: no, no. I've got, you know what? I'm, I'm leading up to one here that I, I really enjoy. And uh, we'll go quickly through the rest of them here, but we'll get All to right. this last one. Okay. Um, now, these are just Photoshop versions, these next two. But yeah. I saw a Cobra. An original Cobra design that was a steampunk Cobra, Wow. painted gold, you know, brass, whatever color it was, but a lot of gears and stuff showing. There's also a, a steampunk Camaro that you can find online uh, if you do a search for this. A 2010 Camaro, and really, the it's new just one. Yeah, exactly the new one. And it's just a, uh, it's really, it's just again, just a Photoshop. But you know, the doors, there's a lot of mechanics you, yeah. know, you can see through there. Interesting. Uh, there's a steampunk a steampunk motorbike that uh, that you know rides and drives um, that someone has built. It's another. It's another, uh, you know, steampunk site where, you know, the owner does a lot of uh, mods to vehicles and, you know, sure. other things like watches and jewelry or whatever. Um, he calls it the Whirly Gig Emoto. So they <laughs> have these uh, different names for these things. Yeah. Usually they're more complex names. Um, the last one here on my list. This is the big one. This, oh, this is the big one. There is a steampunk rat rod out there, which I think is really cool. I could, you know what? I could see that very easily. I Yeah.
2: I would almost the, those two sort of design approaches seem so close to each other yeah, too.
1: Yeah, this is just kind of uh, it, well, you know what rat rods are all about. Right. If you don't take a look back at our podcast because we did a, a podcast on rat rods and we've which had, is free uh, exactly, which <laughs> is free, and we also have an article on our on our site about rat rods, which also is, free. I'm just <laughs> loving that voice. <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, so rat rods. I think are really cool. Yeah, and um, this one was built by uh, a team called Steam Trunk Industries, mm. and Really, I mean, there's. It's mostly a rat rod. It's got a few steampunk elements to it in the in the engine area. And what mm. they have done is they've used copper tubing instead of rubber or steel. So anywhere you'd find cop anywhere you find rubber or steel tubing, you now have copper tubing. So it huh. looks like um, you know the steampunk look. Really. Yeah, yeah. And um, there's also this really cool shield that they've built around the alternator. That uh, it's just really decoration, really. But it's mm. this really shiny copper. Well, at least it was shiny. It's probably not anymore. But um, <laughs> right copper that wraps around the alternator and has a bunch of holes drilled in it. It looks really industrial, really. Uh, it's it's just design, really, but it's, it's again, really cool. And there's other little copper elements here and there and mm-hmm. brass elements, and they've done, you know, they've taken different parts of the car, like maybe the dipstick, and, and the top of that is now copper. Um, just little things here and there, enough to make it look uh, really interesting. So I, I was pretty impressed when I saw this rat rod. Here we go, man.
2: Moment of truth. Mm-hmm. Would you do this to your Honda Civic? No. No. <laughs>
1: No, I wouldn't. You've got you got know, to be a little more no. dramatic. <laughs> no, not? I I wouldn't do it to my Civic. If I had another toy car that, you know, I wanted to mess around with like a rat rod or something like that, maybe. But not my daily driver. It's yeah, just too much. It's it it's a lot of ornamentation and it's really uh it's, you know, decorative and it's not really functional. I think it's a lot of stuff that might just break off.
2: You're kind of asking people to mess with it, too. So yeah. If you have your daily driver as like a car like that, I
1: guess. I mean, it definitely will draw a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It, it'd be kind of cool, but I just don't have the look to go along with it either. And you know, I'm not. Uh, I was going to ask where your top hat is. Yeah, exactly. Top hat, big goggles, you know mm-hmm. that type of thing, uh, and just a scarf, maybe. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Just maybe not. How about you? Would you uh, would you uh, steampunk your Monte Carlo?
2: I'm going to be I'm going to be a hundred percent honest with you in this one my truthiness factor is very high here. I don't think I would really want to. I, uh, I don't know. Aesthetically, I tend to go for more simple, clean lines, clean designs. I like a lot of the, a lot of the older vehicles. Actually, um, similar to that 29, uh, Roadster kit car Mm. that, um, the man you mentioned earlier was buying because, I I just like simplicity, mm-hmm. and although I'm very fascinated by the mechanics of things like clockwork or things like clocks and how clocks work. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know if I want to see them lighting up every time I turn the ignition or yeah. I push a button on the radio. No, I
1: find I find looking at that stuff right. extremely fascinating. I I love to watch clockworks and you know exactly how the, all the gears are working together and um, you know anytime they have a display like that at mu- the museum. Mm-hmm. Where they show you know these big clocks or machines that you know oh, the, the yeah. gear reduction machines yeah. and things like that. I love watching that stuff, but and and anything mechanical really. But this is just, a, I mean, it's it's decorative, mm-hmm. and a lot of it is just you know bolted on and and doesn't necessarily move. Some of it does. You know, some of them are very ornate. And That's they,
2: another thing, man. Yeah, it's decorative. Yeah, it is. decorative. There's not a function.
1: Yeah, to I like it. I like there to be function to it as well. Mm-hmm. But, um, oh, maybe it's a little bit over the top for me.
2: We should open this up. Since neither of us are really on board with doing it to our own cars, Scott, I have a proposition for you as we end this podcast. Okay. Why don't we open this up to the listeners? Um, you know, we've talked about art cars. We've talked about all sorts of car modifications, everything from fish to doll's heads to custom paint jobs you know what i mean mm-hmm. to the to those crazy japanese
1: trucks sure aero kits uh yeah. there's all there's all kind of uh um active aerodynamics that we've talked about you know yep. with the the uh, moving spoilers and things like that there's just uh, there's an unlimited amount of modifications you can do to a car
2: so let's ask uh let, let's open this up to everybody um you guys cogitate for us ruminate a bit tell us what kind of weird modification you would make to your car If the sky was the limit You know, so, so don't write back and say I'd I, I paint my spoiler blue I mean, we're talking dream big, right? Yeah,
1: exactly, yeah If you're going to do it, do it right
2: mm-hmm. If you're going to be a bear, be a grizzly Right? <laughs> yeah, good point. All right, so that about wraps it up for uh, the good Mr. Benjamin and myself. We are going to head out of here. Uh, if you guys are curious about learning more about anything automotive-related or uh, checking out some fascinating information, just go up to the search bar on how stuff works. As Josh from Stuff You Should Know likes to, uh, likes to say, it is both handy and dandy, and you can find uh, a lot of things there.
0: For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. And be sure to check out the new High Speed Stuff blog, now on the HowStuffWorks homepage. Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares.